Hey everybody, this is Sophie, this is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie, it's Big Mama. And right before I started recording, um, we were talking about cheese. Yes, well, as we often are. As we often as we often do. Um, so yes. I, I'm on a white cheddar kick. Like, I like the Cabot, mm-hmm. it's called Seriously mm-hmm. Sharp, like Seriously Sharp Cheddar, and it's a white cheddar, and I find it just a little bit more delightful than an orange cheddar. Okay. I I like a white cheddar. I buy white cheddar a lot. I don't have a specific brand that I buy, but I'll just go like in the little cheese department and I'll get a white cheddar because I like cheese and crackers a lot for lunch. I'll make cheese and crackers and I like, uh, I like a white cheddar. Okay. So why do you like the white cheddar better? Maybe you can articulate what I can't seem to articulate other than I find it delightful. I don't know. To me, it's closer. It's somewhere. It's not a Parmesan, but it's somewhere in that cheese genre. You know what I mean? Saltier, maybe. Yeah, and like maybe even a little smokier tasting. The word "smoky" did just come to mind, but I didn't want to be pretentious. Yeah, but no. But it's a little. I mean, well, I mean, some people know their wines. We know our cheeses. (laughs) We know our cheeses, right? it's, I, I think it tastes a little smokier and a little, like, I don't know. There's something about it that tastes, it's just, it's a little richer to me or something. Yes. So I would agree. I it's like richer. it. It's not as pungent. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But, I, but I also have to say that if I'm buying just orange cheddar, I generally just buy like, it's the HEB brand, but it's like craft. It's like the block of cheddar cheese. So maybe if I was buying like a nicer, but I'm not going to go spend money on a nicer orange cheddar. Right. Yeah, and you know, I'm a fan of, I like to buy the blocks of cheese and then grate them myself. I feel like they're better. Well, you know, I finally, for a long time, I had gotten to where I bought the pre-grated cheese, like I had just gotten lazy. And then, I don't remember, I made something and I grated the cheese and I was like, this is so much better. Uh-huh. And so now I'm back to grating my own cheese. Yes, it's it, it's meltier. It is. It is meltier because the other, and then you have to, then, I mean, and I'm not like the healthiest person in the world, clearly, but you start to think what's in that cheese that it doesn't melt. Well, the, I read, I think Reed posted one time that they put some kind of coating on it to keep it from yeah. all sticking together. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want coating on my cheese. No, I don't think you need a coating. And I've noticed too, like sometimes, well, like New Year's Eve, we had Gully and her family over and I'd made chili. And so I put out stuff where people could do chili dogs or Frito pies or whatever they wanted. And I grated a big old block of cheese and then we had a lot left over. And so I put it in a Ziploc baggie and I mean, it kept for, you know, it was good like that. So I'm like, you can grate it. Yes. You know, it's fine. So I like to um, run mine through the food processor and then put it in a Ziploc bag. Oh, okay. So it's always on hand grated. Yes, that is very smart. So I enjoy, yeah, I think it's better when you grate it yourself. Well, you know, this past week at work, um, because lunch at work is always a little tricky because I don't like to take a lunch because I don't like to be responsible for all the, like the, the Tupperware things. I don't want to have to bring something home. I don't like mm-hmm. closing those up when they're empty. I don't, I don't know how I, I just have a, a thing about it all. Yeah. So, um, every so often I will leave and go get, you know, salads or like my friend Heather will leave and get us something or, you know, we just kind of take turns. Um, mm-hmm. But this past Monday, I ran, instead of going to get salads, I went to the grocery store and I got pita chips and hummus and Yum. spinach dip and almonds and like pepperoni mm. and, and some laughing cat. Like just like, it was, yes. it was pretty much like, like our dream come true in a hotel room. Like if we could have, ah, yes. And, and so anyway, Heather and I ate that for lunch. 
um, I think three days last week, and or maybe four, but mm-hmm. no, three days last week, and it was delicious. That's just my favorite yeah. thing, just to nibble on that kind of stuff. I think is delightful. Yeah, I agree. I went out. I went out with a friend on Thursday night and we did like, we just ordered like the little cheese plate appetizer and it was just a couple of different pieces of cheese. But then they had this real kind of, I don't know, like some sort of olive-ish, like a spread or something and then some different meats. And I was like, see, I could eat like this all the time. This is like my favorite. But if I were to come out to and tell Perry dinner was served and it was a cutting board with a couple of slices of various meats and cheeses. That would not go over well. I also bought all olives at the store. Some really good Mm, peppery olives. olives. Yes. I love a good olive. That is just one of my favorite things that I like to get the jalapeno stuffed olives. Oh, now see, I, that's a little much for me. Cause you know, I don't do spices okay. as well as you do. Although I did mm-hmm. get those habanero, um, whatever they're called almonds that are delicious. Yeah. Those, I haven't bought those yet, oh. but they do look delicious. So do they taste barbecue-y at all? Or are they just mainly oh, they're just ha- spicy? That's right. They're habanero barbecue. They're a little, they're just smoky, but they're spicy okay. and they, there's a little sweetness mm-hmm. in there like you get with barbecue sauce. And I mean, mm-hmm. they're super salty. They're, okay. Well, I love that. They are really good. I'm going to get them next time I go to the store. I, I bought some today to keep at home. I have a bag at school and I, now I have a bag at home. Mm-hmm. And you'll eat them until if you're like me, because I got on a kick, like, was it two years ago where I was all about H-E-B makes this, it was called like sweet and sassy trail mix or something. It was mm. just a mix, but it was sweet and, and sassy, but I, <laughs> yes. I got to where I would just eat it as a meal, you know, like I would just for lunch, I would just eat that until, and then it got to a point where one day, and to this day, I'm like, I burned myself out on, I can't mm-hmm. ever eat it again. Mm-hmm. I ate it until I cannot eat it again, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's, that's, that's what, what I, I like to do with my, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to do with my favorite foods. Yeah, that's especially with snack foods. Like I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go. Um, I don't know. We'll go on a long journey together, and then suddenly I'd throw them off the bus, and I never want them yeah. to come around me ever they're, again. Yeah, they're done. They're done. So, well, well that was that was okay. um, that was an exciting that was topic. A great <laughs> that's a great topic. Snack mm-hmm. foods, almonds, snack and cheese, cheeses, uh-huh. cheeses. Yes. Um, okay, now, so I texted you earlier and what? I told you to remind me about this when we got on the podcast, but I'll just okay, go ahead yes. and bring it up. Okay, so you know how, I, I mean, I, I, I tend to think that I'm fairly even-keeled. I tend to think that I'm a fairly yes. even-keeled person, but but the weirdest things will set me off. Like the weirdest things mm-hmm. will, for example, the government regulating snack machines. Like yes. That. Well, remember, I, I told you I've gone to a dark place this week because the city of San Antonio has decided it's self-important enough to tell us we can't talk on our cell phones while we drive. Right. So I just, yes. I, like the weirdest things. And so, you know, my whole thing, like, you know, I don't know. I, I could, I, I have no need now to be worried about North Korea because I can rest in the peace of knowing that a 16 year old can't, you know, eat a Twinkie at school. Yes. So yeah. very important. Uh, very important. Anyway, um, so today I got in the car after I left the grocery store and that new Ed Sheeran song came on. I don't even know what it's called. Yes. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, but I know which, yeah, I heard it yesterday. Yeah, I heard it's it like a, it's, it's, it's a, like a love song. Yeah. Supposedly. It's like a, it's more like a, a, a somebody done somebody wrong song. I think. Well, but, well, but when it starts off, I mean, like it's the, I'll be loving you still. That's not the don't song, mm-hmm. but the, the one it's called, I can't remember the name of it, but the, I mean, the whole chorus is I'll be loving you still. Da, 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 da. Okay. Yeah. But the first line in that song, like the first line he says to this girl that he seems 
to love a lot is when your legs don't work like they used to before. <laughs> like, I just, I was like, what? And he's singing it like in such a heartfelt way. Like, I mean, just when your legs don't work like they used to before. And I thought, what, what does that even mean? And, and, and how is that supposed to be romantic? Like, what girl... Uh. Would, would like, it's kind of a downer. I know. I mean, like, if a guy said to her, I will love you when your legs don't work like they used to before, I just think that's a mood killer. And Yeah, it, I, it's a downer. I, it's a downer. And I also wanted to say to him, and I even looked up, how old is Ed Sheeran? Like, I Googled uh-huh. it, sitting in the parking mm-hmm. lot in my car. Mm-hmm. He's 23. So Oh, so young. He's so young. But I wanted to say, you know, when your legs don't work what, like they used to before, when you're 40, like your legs don't, I just, <laughs> I just, I feel like it's a little short-sighted. And he's like, oh, I'll be loving you when I'm 70. And I'm like, you know what 70 is to me now? Kind of young. It's still kind of young. Like, yes. I don't know. It just, for some reason, I was like, this is why you need a, you need a little Something in your life. You need some years behind you before yes. you, before you write your first popular love song. This is maybe why John yes. Legend's song carried a little bit more weight than when your legs don't work like they used to before. Yeah, yeah. Because like, listen, buddy, that day could be coming sooner than that. <laughs> that day will come sooner uh-huh. than you think. And uh-huh. her knees are going to start hurting after she has a couple of babies and she has to pick people up all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you, you get you get a little broke down. I think, but I think it's interesting, Ed Sheeran. But it's the it's the it's the artist thing because I will tell you that yesterday I was driving back from Houston and I was listening to like just a you know I had like Spotify and I was listening to a mix of some songs or whatever, and the A Team came on his song the A Team, which I've always loved it, but I really I've never paid attention to the lyrics. Oh, yeah. And so yesterday, and I was like, well, this is the most depressing song ever. <laughs> I told you when you were there. See, Carolina she just said, I told you. I told you. But see, I was like, oh, I like it. It's like a sweet little song. No, it's not. It's totally, it's horrible. Uh-huh. It's very depressing. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. apparently I should have been, I'm not a good, I used to, you know, some songs I really pay attention to the lyrics and they catch me like quick. But that one, I guess, because I've just always liked the melody, I haven't paid as much attention so anyway, so maybe I, I mean, I wouldn't have even noticed that he said till your legs don't work anymore. Cause I'm not paying attention. <laughs> no. Well, it's the first line. I mean, you really can hardly, I'll, I'll tag it on at the end of the, uh, at the end of the podcast. And I, I know that there are, you know, I'm sure there are very sweet moments in this song and I'm sure he wrote it like from a very tender place, but I just thought yes. it showed a little absence of perspective. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was a strange mm-hmm. thing to say. Yeah, but it's, but I also think too, maybe he just, maybe it rhymed. Maybe it was a really good rhyme with what he needed. (laughs) Maybe so. He just, he was like, what can I say? What rhymes with, you know, I'll love you more till your legs don't work any. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) just was like, it rhymes. It rhymes. Mm -hmm. So it's good. That's how I would, and that's there, therein is why I'm not a songwriter because that's how I'd write. What rhymes with? Love and next thing you know, I'd end a lot of things with dove. dove. You know, uh huh. Uh-huh. For sure. And people say this is the worst song I've ever heard. So maybe he just. And I think it's, it's a pretty song. Like it sounds pretty to listen to it, but it was just mm-hmm. I heard it with the. I just I heard that first line and I was like, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. what I say. 
What did she say? <laughs> yeah, I don't whispering. know. I don't think she said she was whispering, but I don't know what she was whispering. Okay. I said, I tell you these things. What'd you say? Oh, oh no. She said she tells me these things, and I say, oh, no. Okay. So, okay. oh, well. Oh, well. Um, she'll teach you. Yes. Let the children. The children are our future. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so we're sitting here today. We've been home because, as people know, if they've been on Instagram, and I'm still going to post about this at some point, but Mabel, you know, had her Havelina attack, which you know about. Yes. And um, that that, um, that suture or whatever you call uh-huh, it uh-huh, is, uh-huh. is for real. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, she wasn't playing around. I mean, like, cut her down to the bone. I mean, it was like... So I'm just so glad we didn't see it. I really, she's lucky to be alive, really. Bless her so heart. She's a miracle dog. She is. She's a miracle dog. I mean, that Havelina's will kill a dog. So um, I'm not sure how she got away, but she, um, yeah, but she's she's fine. She's just, but she's sleeping. I gave her a Benadryl to kind of calm her down a little bit. What makes me sad is thinking about how scared she must have been. I know, I know. Well, and that's what I think is funny because Perry said, because what happened, you know, and I've told you this, but I'll just, I'm going to tell the short version, but he, they run behind the Polaris at the ranch. They run behind his four wheeler because they just, they're adrenaline junkies and then they'll disappear in and out of the brush and they'll chase rabbits and they'll do like whatever. And they've always done that, but they disappeared. And he said, then like he looked and they didn't come back and they didn't come back. And then Mabel and then Piper came back, but Mabel didn't come back. So he turned back around to see what was going on. And then about that time, Mabel popped back out and started running again. And he said, then he noticed, he was like, she's got blood dripping down her leg. But like, she was just going to, so that tells you to me how fueled by adrenaline she was, that she had to be so hurt, but she just kept running. Like she was just going to keep going. So he got her loaded up into the kennel and took her to the vet. But I mean, the minute they walked in the vet, the vet was like, oh, she's got to go in surgery right now. So, um, so she'll be fine. I mean, the vet said, and he said, you know, she doesn't even know. He said, he sent us home and he said, here's pain pills. Not that she knows she's supposed to be in pain. So, and she doesn't act like she's in pain. She wow. acts like she's ready to go run a mile. Does she so, favor, does she favor that leg at all or that hip no, at all? No. I mean, she's walking like totally normal. I mean, when I walked into the vet and she saw us, she got so excited. I mean, she got up on her hind legs and was like, you know, wanting to like, you know, was like, had her paws up and I mean you wouldn't know and I mean and I noticed like when she goes to the bathroom you know how they squat like yeah. it doesn't bother her. she goes to the bathroom like she always does you wouldn't know other than the stitches it's amazing wow I know I know so um and he said like they tore through the muscle like got a big hunk oh. of her muscle so I'm like how does she I don't know dogs that's pretty amazing so um so anyway, so she's fine, but she's been sleeping. I think she's so glad to be home. I think she was so traumatized by her two nights at the vet that, like, she, I don't think she was really eating or drinking. Because, I mean, she drank, like, a bucket of water when we got home and then ate a ton of food and then pretty much came right to her bed and has been passed out ever since. It's like she's so happy to just be in her house. Oh, yeah, I don't think they sleep at all when, they, when they're when they at the vet or Mm-mm. when you board them. I really don't. I, I, I've never really felt like we had a dog that slept at the vet. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. And I think she's so, she's so terrified, like just likes her people anyway, you know, which all dogs do, but you know, there's some dogs I feel like adapt better to be in a new surrounding. She is not that dog. <laughs> Neither is Hazel. Hazel is not that dog either. No, no she is not that dog. So, um, but even Piper, I feel like was pacing a lot yesterday and was really nervous. And so Piper slept a lot today. Cause I think she's so relieved, like, Oh good. She's back. She has her person. Yeah, she had to, yeah, it's her sister. She didn't know where her sister was. So anyway, so we've had that going on. So that's the Havelina story. Well, uh, when you said that about drinking gallons of water, that reminded me of me after mom and daddy's house. (laughs) You were dehydrated. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. My friend Elise texted me today and she said, I got tickled when you talked about how warm it was in your parents' house. And I was like, listen, no joke. 140 degrees. Easy. Uh, like, uh. It was just that thing. It was just, it just, you know, it's just the heat just blows constantly. And I think the thermostat's probably like on 78, 79, mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. But that's a solid 10 to 12 degrees warmer than what we keep ours on. Yes. Yes. And it, and I think too, it's what you get acclimated. Cause like we keep our heat like, and I guess cause like right now we have a fire in the fireplace, but we'll keep our heat on like 62. So like there'll even be days in the winter where it warms up and our house, it'll get to where it's 68 in the, in the inside, which in the summer I would say is freezing. But in the winter, I'm like, it is hot. Do we need to turn on the air? <laughs> cause I don't like this. I don't like the heat blowing on me. I don't either. It dry. It makes me feel real dry and icky. And so we are more like we'd rather like bundle up and have blankets and keep the house cooler and yes. not have heat running. And like at night, we do not keep the heat on in our bedroom at all. That That is our philosophy as well. And so mm -hmm. I'm telling you, like, I, I really like I drank four tum Tervis tumblers of ice water. Mm. I, just one right after the other. I, I just, and even now, like you heard me today when I was running errands and we were on the phone, like I had to go through and get me a, a big old diet Dr. Pepper. I just, yeah, you needed to hydrate. I, you, yes, you, I need an you, IV is what I need. I need a drip. Yeah. Yeah. You were parched. You but were mom parched. and daddy are just as cold. And so, you know, you hate to say like, mm -hmm. well, I mean, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, your house is like a furnace. <laughs> oh, hold on. My fire is like shooting out sparks. I don't know oh, what's happening. Oh my goodness. It's like, okay. it's like, it's like Lady Edith. Did I know. Get, did you throw a book at it? Be like a, I did. I threw a book. I don't want to be like Downton Abbey. So it appears that it stopped. I just had to make sure it was in line. Yeah, it's been in the 30s all day here for like two days in a row, which is super cold for us. That's way colder than here even. Okay. Yeah, it's cold and rainy. I mean, it's just drizzly and nasty. It is like just some kind of winter yuck weather. Ugh. So it's been, a, so the good news is it's been a good day to just do nothing. You know, it's a good Saturday to do nothing. Well, um, okay. So I, you know, I went on the Twitter before we yes. started recording because I couldn't think of what we would talk about. Oh, although I did want to tell you, and what? I wouldn't tell you this until we got on the podcast that, um, Martha has had this thing yes. where she has wanted me to come by and get her golden bamboo mirror. Now, oh, okay. It, this started way before Christmas because she got a new mirror for some place in her house, which mm -hmm. means she had to take down the mirror that was Mama Hudson's, which was no. um, David's daddy's mother. And so okay. this mirror of Mama Hudson's, Martha thought would just be perfectly beautiful in our house. Um, and she just okay. really wanted me to have it. And she said, now, if you look on Southern Living, you'll see that. She said, I've just always called it my golden bamboo mirror. I don't know if that's really what it was called, but I've always called it that. Mm -hmm. And so... Yes, of course she has. Uh -huh. And she said, and then sure enough, she said, now, I don't know if you've looked in this month's Southern Living, but there is a golden bamboo mirror on page 20, and um, I just can't even believe it. It's just exactly the same thing. So oh. every single time I've talked to her since before Christmas, she has said, now, I really want you to get this mirror. It's the golden bamboo mirror, page 20. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when I was there... I went by to pick up the Golden Bamboo Mirror, page 20, in the Southern yes. Living. Yes, And um, only it's much old. I mean, it's at least 50 years old. I mean, it's almost an antique. Um, almost. Almost an antique. 
So, which means so are we, which means congratulations. Which means congratulations to my almost an antique. Um, she she um, wanted me to come by and pick up the Golden Bamboo Mirror, page 20. And um, because she would always say it like like she was excited, page 20. I mean, and she just assumed. Yes. Um, and so. Well, and I, page 20 means they featured it prominently. I mean, if it were page like 79, sure. you'd be like, well. It's the back of the magazine, yeah. but but twenty is yeah. front, kind of front and center. It's somewhere I, I get that. stylish. It's somewhere really uh-huh. stylish. Yeah. So I went by to pick up the Golden Bamboo Mirror, page twenty, and to yes. take her a copy of my book, which she she bless her heart, she cannot get the title right. It is she is you know she she'll either ask me what it's called or she'll say <laughs> it's Home Where My People Are, The Road. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Which really should have been the title. Let's be home honest. Where my people are. Uh-huh. The road. The road. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, everybody should know now that you're the one who came up with my subtitle. Oh, I did? Yeah. Remember? You okay. Did. Well, I know, but I knew we came up with alternates. I didn't know. I finally. <laughs> yeah. So, yours one. Okay. Well, I'm very excited okay. about that. Um, so, I was going to take her a copy of Home Where My People Are, The Road, and... Um, <laughs> And get the mirror and all that kind of stuff. And so, I, we, and, and I also had some stuff I needed to give her. And so, anyway, we were just kind of swapping things back and forth. And the starter had gone out in her car. And she just had a lot going on. But then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, she held up. And she was like, now I want you to have this, too. And mm-hmm. I couldn't really tell what it was. And she said, I know you don't just love jewelry. But I just really want you to have this. And it was her long Atabeed necklace. Stop. From no. Yes. Yes. <gasps> yes. It was her Talk long... about an antique. Oh, yes, ma'am. She said, I mean, it's long, and I think you would really enjoy it. And all these came from Mark's, which was a jewelry store in my hometown when I was growing okay. up. Mm-hmm. And um, and they alternate. She had, like, Martha did hers. Like, all my oh, Atta were small, but hers were, like, mm-hmm. big, little, big, little, big, little, big, little. Mm. And she said, I mean, do you think you wear it at all? And I said, I will wear it right now. And I threw that <laughs> thing out. I was as tickled with myself (laughs) and so anyway I had to run by and get um I had to pick up Alex's homework from Mm -hmm. from school or his all his assignments he missed and um and I had Mm -hmm. it on and when I ran in one of the women who works at the school said look at your attitudes and I said I know that's my (laughs) mother-in-law's I was just you know because it was it was like this I mean, it was sweet of her to give me the necklace, but it was the nostalgia yes. of the Atabade. Yes, yes. I mean, because when was the last time that well, anybody had an Atabade? I won't tell what you. What color? Are they, are they all gold? What yes, color are they're the all gold. It's a gold, okay. a long, thin gold chain. And there's probably, I don't know, there's probably 30 on hers. Wow. Wow. Yes. She added a lot of beads. She added a lot of beads. Wow. Okay. So, well, I'm just as happy for you. I feel like that's a great inheritance. I mean, that's just a great thing to have. Well, I feel like it's a conversation piece because I feel like anybody our age will see that and think that is an Atabeed necklace. Yes. Uh, You know, and and it's it's bound to come back around. I mean, you know, look at Pandora. That whole phenomenon is essentially adding different, like beads, but in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. It all comes back around. I mean, think about those little, like those bubble suits are coming back in. (laughs) That's right. You know, I'm going to wear that Atabade necklace. I was just as tickled. I would wear it with pride. I would encourage you to just wear it with, with pride. I'm sorry. I'm trying to fix my fire right now because I can't, I don't want it to get neglected. I'm just curious as to how you have a computer and a microphone 
and some headphones and also mm-hmm. a fire pucker in your hand. I did. Well, I'm going to tell you that I did. I am multi-talented. Somebody, I, I, somebody I needs can, to play I'm Every Woman in the background. I can multitask. <laughs> I can fix my fire. I can nurse my dog. I can podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Yep, I can do everything. So anyway, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the golden bamboo mirror page twenty. Um, okay, where are you hang, gonna put it? I'm gonna put it here in the office, and um, and I'm gonna hang it over my desk. I think. Oh, very cute. It's very really cute. it's a pretty mirror. You know. I bet it is. I want to see a picture of it. I think it's funny because I've I've been in the I've all of a sudden you know I got this new couch and now I feel like the new couch needs a new coffee table because uh-huh. you know how uh-huh. that happens. Yes. Um, especially, you know, particularly probably with me. Um, but I've been looking at, and what I am very drawn to are like the gold coffee tables, like the kind. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so funny because, you know, there would have been a time a couple of years ago that I wouldn't have given you two nickels for a gold coffee table because to me that seemed a little mammoish. But now I'm like, oh, I feel like, see, everything comes back around. Yeah, I feel like the gold, in fact, I bought a print for in here for the office that just it says do everything with love and I found it at Home Goods but the mat is gold and I'm like mm. see we're we're in a metallic place yep yep that yep. fire is popping it is well it's because I've just poked it and got it going so <laughs> uh, I am um, but no I really want like a really like and I've been thinking I was like what I really need to do is probably go to like some secondhand like furniture consignment mm-hmm. stores you know to find what I'm looking for because I thought I don't necessarily want a new one and here's my thing most of them I cannot have something with a glass top that's not going to work for our lifestyle yeah yeah that yeah, that is that that's sort of y'all's home base location so yeah, like Perry puts his feet up on our coffee table every night. You know what I mean? So it would be a constant me battling the glass. But I don't know on a gold coffee table what else. Like if I could find one with a marble top or something, mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. But I need something that's got a, a, a sturdier. Did somebody, did somebody just fire their pistol? <laughs> it's my fire. I'm telling is you. Is, is there some sort of showdown going on in the background? <laughs> well, it is Texas. Yeah, listen to it. It's that's very some- popular. That's some dry wood you got there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I anyway. will say, I, I went to, um, when I was at home, like my, when I was at Mississippi home, mm-hmm. um, I, I went to this person's house and she had two sofas facing each other in her living room. But instead of a coffee table, now I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to sidetrack you and send you down a whole different road. Well, but, 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 but she had a, it was like a, it was like a, a bench, a re, but it was huge. It was probably six feet long. Okay. Um, or I mean, which, you know, I know you probably would not want one that long, but it was six feet long. It was upholstered in kind of a kilum pattern. Oh my word. Oh, go get that. Go. <laughs> I'm going to get Carolina. I can't move fast yeah. enough. Yeah. Grind, like poke that out with your foot. I mean, like an ember just popped all the way across the room, and then one, another one came. Good night. Do you have a screen on there? Well, we do, but I don't have it on right now because I like it. It heats up the room more if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> because, it's, because it sets it on fire. <laughs> what, what, what I'm going to tell you is it may be time to put up the screen. <laughs> Maybe it may be time. If I... If I thought there was some sort of gunfire in your living room, it might be time to set the screen up. Sacrifice him for safety. I think it'll be fine. That's going to be my recommendation. I'm sure it's all going to be fine. (laughs) Um, 
No, I just. That was such a me response. That is so (laughs) something where David would say like, well, did you do such and such? Well, no, because it worked. I like it better when it's the other way. And yeah, yeah. No, I like it more, but I like the thrill of feeling like I could imminently set my whole living room on fire and then my gold coffee table would be a moot point. Right, right. Um, okay, yeah. so anyway, she had this, um, oh, you need to talk to Caroline. No, we're good. Okay, okay, go ahead. So she had this huge, long bench that really worked as alternate seating too, and it was, I don't know, it was maybe two feet wide, but I thought uh-huh. a smaller version of that, like because I love a good Keelum pattern yes yes i thought a smaller version of that with you know if you could find especially if you could find a big tray would be a really cool mm-hmm. coffee table mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and that it would... had skinny legs on casters and so you wheel okay. it around okay see i like that i just i feel like i need to just kind of get out and look and see you know what i mean uh-huh. i just need to kind of okay. see what else is out there because i didn't i didn't really know that i was in the market for a new coffee table until i got the new couch sure and I'm, yeah well i need but this coffee table what I will say is that I have a coffee table and an end table that I bought. It was really, I think it was the first furniture purchase I made as a married woman was okay. this coffee table and end table. And I got both of them for the grand total of $300 at a little store in Fredericksburg, Texas. So, I mean, we have more than gotten our money out of them. You yes. Know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, We're uh, same. I have an end table and a coffee table. I think it was the first furniture that we ever bought, like the first kind of real furniture we ever bought and I think I paid mm-hmm. about that much for it and we have obviously worn the dog out of it all yeah we've used it but I think what I would kind of like I saw this at Pottery Barn the other day they didn't have a coffee table that I liked but they had like two smaller square tables that they had just pushed together mm-hmm. you know so it was mm-hmm. like a and I thought I kind of like that because I thought depending on you know in the room there could be times like last night I had some girlfriends over and it's like you could have moved one of those tables over to be more like a side table next to my chair, which I don't have to, I don't have the room to leave a side table there all the time, but like it, you could, it could function different ways. Well, you know, I, <laughs> there, the screen is on. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you. At, at the Shankle Corral. Yeah. <laughs> Caroline put the screen on. Good. Yeah. I just don't want anybody to be worried about our safety. Well, I got for in here for this office room when the, when the sofa came in, we were in Home Goods today after Christmas, and I had not really even thought about getting a table for in here. Mm-hmm. But they had these really cool kind of barrel shaped, and they're not really. I mean, they're, I mean, it only weighs probably ten pounds, and it's got it's um, metal at the bottom, and then it's just got a flat mm-hmm. top, and you can so like I got it, so I just kind of grabbed it on impulse. But mm-hmm. I, but it's perfect for in here because I, and I could have gotten two and used them as kind of coffee tables. Yeah. But what I love is that when we when the sofa pulls out to a bed, I can put it on the side and it can be a nightstand. Oh, that's nice. That's but they nice. had a ton of cute, like kind of barrel shaped things like that. Where like two of those would make a great looking coffee table. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. See, that's a good. That's what I'm talking about. Something. So anyway, I need to get out and look. But I did think a really good thing to do because I thought we have a lot of like. Um, our neighborhood's such an older neighborhood. And I thought, I bet if I even got out and started going to a couple of estate sales and some, you know, that kind of, a couple of consignment stores, I bet I could maybe even find something that I'm looking for there. I'm about to text you a picture of my barrel table because it has a gold base. Oh, well, I cannot wait. And it came from Ikea. Now this, ta- this table came from, this one. Oh, from, Home Goods. From Home Goods. Home Goods. Okay. All right. But All I right. think you'll see, it's kind of retro because... When I got home with it, David said, what'd you buy? And and he said, is that new? And I said, <laughs> and I said yes. 
And he said, and you picked that out? And I said, I did. Mm. And he was like, well, okay. He didn't, he thought it, he thought, Sometimes they don't understand. Yeah. He thought it looked like something that I had gotten from somebody's grandmother's house. And I was like, yeah. no. Well, but no, but oh no, it is new. Oh no, it um, is new. Okay, I just sent it to you. Okay. All right. I'm waiting anxiously for it. It hadn't come through yet. Um, okay. So what other, we talked about, okay. Ed Sheeran's song. Oh, we've got questions. We've got, we, oh, we do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just stressed right? that my, my text hadn't gone through. Um, it hadn't gone through yet. It's probably my phone. The- oh wait, no, that, no, that was, <laughs> that was my email. That was my email. So to you refreshing your texts. Yeah, no, it was my email. Um, okay. <clears throat> Do we want to talk about the, the national championship football game? I uh, uh, about that. Um, you know, I don't mean to be an SEC snob, especially since my team is new to the SEC. But there I don't, it is. I don't. I don't. Oh, there it is. Ding! Oh, that is super cute. Thank you. I really like that. I like that rug. Look how cute that rug is, too. I got that rug at IKEA. In this oh, well, this is like. But let's talk about things people can't see. That's always so yeah. fun. <laughs> well, you can post a picture. Yeah, I can post a picture. a picture of it. But that rug is darling. I love Thank that. You. That is very cute. Thanks. Okay. Um. Okay. The national. Do, what do you think about the national championship? Well, I mean, obviously, I don't know. My friend Jean, you know, her family. They're big Alabama family. She had these. She had yes. three boys who played football for there. Her husband played football there. And we were talking the other day, and because they had all been in New Orleans, and she said, "Golly," she said, "You know, the only," she said, "I would rather lose when we lost than to get to Dallas and lose." She, you know, yes. so there's always that side of it. And I am curious. Like, I'm really curious about seeing Oregon and Ohio State play. I thought they were both really fast. Yes, in, I agree. In their I games, agree. so I, mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to watch them play. I mean, it just. But I yeah. was disappointed. I think the thing, you know, we've all talked about this around here. The teams in the SEC West beat up on each other all season. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. suddenly you're in a situation where it can make somebody's whole season to beat a team from the yes. SEC. And mm-hmm. I think it's harder. But I'm not making excuses. I mean, like, State, we just weren't. We did not look like we were prepared and or cared. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think – it's an interesting, yeah, because you think really only Arkansas and A&M won their bowl games out I of the SEC West. But, but I think we also were an easier, I mean, we played easier teams, obviously, because we didn't have the records that y'all played. So y'all were also playing higher quality opponents. Yeah. So I think there's that combination, too. And I don't know. I To me, I'll be interested to see Oregon. I have to say, Oregon was much better than I think I've ever given them credit for. Like, I would say the same. I, w- I mean, because I really, much better. I remember, I mean, I, I said to David, I was like, they are physical. And I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think of them as being a super physical team. Mm-hmm. I think of mm-hmm. them as being a fast team and a passing team. Yeah. But they were, they were super physical and they were, they were throwing some folks off the line. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. Hustling. And their defense, their defense. I mean, they were shutting some people down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't think about them. I think about them having a good offense. I don't think, oh, their defense is really good. So, um, so clearly I was wrong about that. And, and then Ohio state, I mean, but Alabama, I don't know. They, I thought they made some, I felt like their coaches didn't do them any favors. I, I felt, felt like there were yes. some coaching yes. issues. Yes. I don't want to say anything negative about the Alabama coaching. Cause I feel like, cause of where I live, that's akin to like, Yes. Like talking about yes. the mafia in New Jersey or something. No, exactly. no, no offense to New Jersey. I'm not trying to play into stereotypes. Mafia is everywhere. Yes. 
But yeah. I, I just, you know, I, I did. It's like walking into a Catholic church and saying, what's the deal with the Pope? Yeah. I mean, you, know, you don't, you don't, yeah. you don't offend people where they live. Yeah, I mean, yes. you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, I get that. I th- but, and, and not, I mean, and listen, I think it happens. I mean, I think you're trying to figure it out and you think it's a different kind of, I mean, I think each conference plays its own style of football. So I when you too. start to mix conferences, I think they have different strengths and, strengths and weaknesses, but I mean, Caduce to Ohio State. Caduce to you, Ohio State. because they pulled it out. I mean, it was, you know, so it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see when you get those two teams together. If I had to guess, and here's the thing, take this with a grain of salt, because I would have said it was probably going to be Florida State and Alabama playing in the national championship, so I clearly know nothing. I thought it was going to be Oregon and Alabama playing in the national championship. Okay. If I had to guess, I would go with Oregon, but that I don't know. I don't know what makes me say that. I'm just saying that. Yeah, I would say Oregon too, but but um, but I think if Urban Meyer showed us anything in that in that game against Alabama, is that um, he can coach. So yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. He, he does. What he's he's kind of good. Yes. So okay, so we've got some questions. Okay. What else? This is from um, this is from from Texas Scout Mama, and she okay. said, um, "I want Mel to discuss True Tory and if Tory and Dean will make it." I'm a really deep person, and then she says, "Also, the Good Wife for Parenthood." I think y'all watch those. Um, I'm way, 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 way behind on Parenthood. I'm I'm not at all caught up on that. Yes, I'm too behind. I'm too behind on Parent. No, I just haven't seen the newest. I haven't seen the newest Parenthood, so I'm a little behind on that. Um, it's been really good, but I feel like it's. I'm kind of delaying it because I just I, I feel like I'm worried about how it's going to end and. Uh, I hate to lose all those characters. I think it's a little bit right now because I'm excited about Downton Abbey being back, and I feel like I've got some renewed television interest. So yes. that's, that's a bright spot. Well, what, where are you with The Good Wife? Where are you at? What season are you I'm, on? Well, I slowed down with The Good Wife last week. You know, I was blazing through. Um, but I'm yes. Blazing through. But mm-hmm. I'm probably, I bet I'm like episode nine or so of season three. Okay. So I'm I'm right. Will is in trouble right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Will, they're dealing with all that. Will is in a little bit of trouble, and they're figuring out um, all of that business. I think I alluded to that too early with you. Like I think I alluded to the fact that he was, and you said you didn't know anything about Will's trouble, and so yeah. now you do. But it didn't ruin any. I mean, it's not like I was like, well, now what's the point in watching the whole thing? You know what I mean? So um, I just haven't had a chance to watch it. I've been just, I don't know. I just haven't had a chance to sit and watch it with school starting back up and all that kind of stuff. Maybe tonight, maybe later I'll have a chance to watch some of it. Well, I am all caught up. I am all the way. I mean, I'm, I am up to, to, I'm current on The Good Wife, but I can't talk about okay. it if you hadn't seen it. But, um, no, but delightful as and then ever. True, yeah. And then True Tory, um, you know, I, it's my guilty pleasure. I like watching it. I think that by the end of it, I don't, you know, I don't, I, 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 I mean, if I had to say, no, I think they probably aren't going to make it. I mean, I don't know. I, but there again, maybe Ohio State's going to win the national championship. I don't know. I mean, I just think the odds are against them. Well, you know what I think, um, really where I was by the end of that was that this does not belong on TV. And oh, listen, sure. you know, like I will watch near about anything. Like I, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy TV. I consider it a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't feel like that should be, I feel like it's too personal. It's too private. I feel like I know way I too much about them. I mean, I feel like I know stuff about, about her 
and her that marriage. you don't know about me. But I don't even know about you and your marriage. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like some things yeah. are sacred and you just yeah. don't, I don't know, like, and nor would I think to ask you about those things or yes. to, yes. I don't know. Yes. It, it makes yes. me a little uncomfortable. And so really kind of by the end of that, I thought, I hope she finds and him too, but whatever it is that's driving her to, to want this public, and I don't mean this in a judgy way at all. I just, yeah. I hope she finds some peace, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it would do her some good. That was kind of my thought is when it became apparent to her how much she's dependent on the cameras, which, you know, that's how she grew up. I mean, her whole life was about the cameras and whatever. And I think that would be hard, but I thought it would probably do her some good to live life off the cameras and figure out what it is she is wanting. Do you know what I from mean? that a little bit. Yes. Yes. So that was kind of my thought. So, um, you know, and here's the thing. I mean, you hope they make it. I mean, there's four kids and you'd like to see them, but I just, I, you know, you don't know. You don't know. I mean, what, what, I mean, I don't know. So clearly I don't know. Well, see, Anything else we want to talk about before Travis gets on? I was trying to not see. not want to talk about. Yeah. It seems like there was something in here. Um, well, we could ask him this, but, um, but Caitlin asked us, um, she said she would love to hear what books we'll read forever and again. Oh, okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Let me see if Travis has gotten on Skype yet. Okay. Um, hold on. Okay. This is, I know this is all very exciting. Well, it's the anticipation. Will he get on Skype? Will he not? Let me, uh, let me type Will in. he make it in time? He's not online yet. I can see that. Okay. Um, yeah, Willie really make it on time. It's like, it's like speed. Five books I'll read um, over and over again. To Kill a Mockingbird. I, I feel yes. like I read that at least once a year. Have we ever talked about this it. before? Or have we just talked about this one-on-one? Um, about this topic? Um, maybe we've talked about it. I don't know. It's been a long time if we have. Okay. Um, so To Kill a Mockingbird, for sure. Um, uh-huh. I would agree with that one. Peace Like a River, for sure. I will read over and over mm-hmm. again. Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. I would read over and over again. Um, hmm. I've got about I've got about five different ones dancing through my head for two places. Are we only coming up with five? Is it only five? Well, she asked for five. Like, oh, okay. What, no, no, she didn't. She said just those books she'll read forever and again. Oh, okay. So, that actually, there's no number. Um... So here's where I need to say the Holy Bible and, yes. um, for sure. Yeah. But don't put that on your list. Cause everybody knows that. That's okay. Well, know. okay. Here's an update. Travis says, I can't get signed on you and him. He says, I don't have my computer at home. I can't remember my password. <laughs> so I'm going to text back. Fine. Oh, perfect. Great. Fine. Thank you for his professionalism. <laughs> I know. I hope y'all enjoyed, um, this latest contribution by Travis mm-hmm. on the podcast. So, and okay, the, so end of the story was he did not make it. He did, yeah, he did not make it. Um, so those are my top three, probably for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I, you know what well, I go back to a lot, which is not really like a novel of any sort, but mm-hmm. I love, love, love my utmost for his highs. I feel like I go back to that yes. a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. That's it. And I feel like different seasons of life, it means different things. It means different things to me. So I was reading it not too long ago, and I remembered going through it maybe five years ago, and my reactions were completely different. You know, just the Mm -hmm. stuff that Mm -hmm. kind of settled with me was completely different then. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So what about you? 
Um, I would say, well, To Kill a Mockingbird and Bird by Bird, I would agree with both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say, you know, I love The Middle Place by Kelly Yes, Florida. yes. That is one of my, I mean, let's be honest, I talk about it all the time. But I love something about that book. I just love. Um, and so that would be one. Um, I would say for me, Gone with the Wind is something that I like to go back and reread. Mm-hmm. Not every year, but every now and then mm-hmm. I like to go back and read that. Um, and then I would probably put Lonesome Dove in that same category. I like to go back and reread that, but it's big. So it takes, I've got to really be in the mood, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Now, I think those would be my main ones. I can't think of what any, I'm sure something else will come to me in the middle of the night and I'll think, oh, I should have said. I know I'm thinking the same thing, but those are really like, honestly, well, you know, I, mm, Oh, you know which ones for me? You what? know what I do go back and read, and I can't wait. And Caroline probably is not going to care about reading them because she doesn't like stuff like this like I do. Um, I love by Catherine Marshall, Christie and Julie. Yes, yes. I love those books. And I have reread those. Set, like right now I'm sitting here thinking, oh, see, I need to start reading, re- rereading Julie tonight. I actually like Julie better than Christie, which Christie was her more famous one, but I like Julie better. Okay. So those, I love those books. I was just trying. I, I don't. I don't know. I think I've kind of. I, I think I hit the highest points of my list. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you know what else I would say. Um, I will go back and reread uh, Bossy Pants. Oh no, me too. Me too. And I will. True. And I'll. And I'll go back and reread. Um, is everybody hanging out, or is everyone hanging out without me? I will too. The Mindy Kelly book. Yeah, I yeah. will go back and look at those. Um, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and I, I got so Amy Poehler's for Christmas, but I haven't started reading it yet. Okay, now I've read hers. Um, and I, I, it's really funny. I liked it. I don't know that I liked it as much as Tina Fey's. Okay. Um, and maybe it's because I just, I don't know. Um, I liked it. I think for, I think Amy Poehler's, you know, Tina Fey, I felt like told more, just some random stories about her life mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Amy Poehler's is a lot more, I felt like, and maybe it's not, maybe if I went and reread it now, but I feel like it's a lot more about her, um, kind of her show business life. It's kind okay. of all more how she got into show business and how that ended up being her path and all that stuff, which is interesting, but I didn't, I liked kind of just the random, I like the random stories from childhood and, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, don't you feel like that? I feel like for both of us, I feel like we both read Bossy Pants and we both thought, okay, I can write a book. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Would you say that? that? Because, yeah, because, yeah, there, it, there's no point to it. <laughs> I mean, which is what, which was what we needed. That was the confirmation we needed. But you know what, 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 what it was for me was these are, these are not, these stories are not necessarily connected. Yes. But there is a thread that goes through it and it's, Mm -hmm. and so it kind of freed me up to feel like I could write a book that wasn't necessarily a novel. Like with, yes. You know what I mean? We're, yes. we're, it didn't have to be quite so linear as a book was in my head. Yes. Yeah. Like it didn't have to be a memoir that told about your life from start to finish. Right. Yeah. I felt like it could be a little bit, a little bit more, um, I don't know, just kind of all over the place. And, mm-hmm. and, and also the, my big takeaway from that book is if I want to do little bitty chapters, I can do little bitty chapters. Yes. It doesn't, every chapter doesn't have to be 6,000 words long. And so, yes. I feel like yeah, that book you don't was, have, yeah, mm-hmm. it totally freed me up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that you realize it isn't so much 
that it's some great story necessarily as it is the way you tell a story. Yes. Because you think, well, somebody, you know, somebody wrote a story and it was about the cruise they took on their honeymoon. You'd think, well, that kind of sounds like a snooze. What happened? It's like, well, nothing that interesting, you know, but it's the way she tells it that you're like, oh, this is hilarious. And you remember it. So it's about the way you tell, not okay. the actual story. Because if it was about really interesting things happening in my life, I would have nothing yeah. to write about. Yeah. I hope people will go back and listen to what you just said before they read my new book. It's not really about the story. It's just about how you tell it. Stop. Stop it. Your new book. I've read it. If y'all are listening, I have read it. And it is so good and so warm. And you will love it so much. Well, so, like I cannot recommend it highly you're, enough. You're so it's sweet, just, but you know, I have, No, but it really is. You have no perspective on it because it's your life and whatever. But I am telling you, it is it is precious, and I love it. And it's funny, and it's great. So well, you know that I reread it over Christmas and got kind of depressed. Well, I know you did, and that's what you do. But and I get that because I when I relook at mine, I want to, you know, I want to run it over in the driveway and throw <laughs> it in the trash can. But. <laughs> It's a very, it's a very affirming, healthy pursuit. This whole writing thing—it makes you feel so good about yourself. Yes, it does. Well, and it's that whole thing of that. Yesterday, I spoke at a thing, and this really sweet woman came up to me afterwards, and she was like, "I just have to tell you, I have loved your book so much, and you are just so talented, and you just have such a way with words, and I just love to read." And the whole time she was saying, it, I was like, "This is so nice, and I really need to be taking this in." But what I wanted to say to her was, "Really, like, tell me what it is about it you like. Like, what? Point out to me what you think is so good, because I don't know." <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you. Oh, and I thought, yeah, I just, it's kind of, I was like, huh, I'm curious about that. So, um, which maybe that's it. Maybe nobody, I mean, you certainly don't want to be that person that if somebody says that to you, that you're like, I know. I mean, I, I know. I really, I really am a treasure to the literary community. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know, I told I'm you so what, I told, what I told Jen Hatmaker was that, um, I was real glad that her book is coming out after both of ours because neither one of us will want to w open a word document ever again. After no, we'll be done after mm -hmm. we read her book oh. of essays. I'll be all done. That'll be it. Yeah, I'll be uh -huh. too what's intimidated. The point? Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's the point? There's no point. So, and I'll just tell people if people say, "Are you going to write another book?" I'll say, "Have you read Jen Hatmaker's? Why don't you go read that?" <laughs> Let me recommend this for you. Yeah. It's brilliantly written, and I haven't even read it, and I know it's brilliantly written. Well, you know it is, and it's funny, and it's going to use funny words and funny phrases, and mm -hmm. it's going to be stuff everybody's going to be saying because that's how mm -hmm. she writes. She does. You know? She's a viral so. style. I feel like her, the way she writes catches on with people, and she, she comes up with these phrases that then suddenly everybody uses. I don't know. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she has, a, she has a whole thing. Well, Gully has totally taken on from uh, Facebook one day, Jen put on there something about that, about, about she had just gone to the dentist and spent a lot of money and that she talked about her teeth punking out on her. Mm -hmm. And Gully is totally, she's like, I mean, that is the funniest thing because Gully's will always say she's always at the dentist. She's always having some problems with her teeth or whatever. And she's like, I've never thought about it. It's like my teeth punk out on me. She <laughs> thinks that's the, but they do, they punk out on you. Mm -hmm. So she can turn again, Yep, she can. She can. So, alrighty. Anyway, you got anything right. else? I don't. I don't have anything else. We, uh, Travis had asked us about our Amy Grant preference. Do we want to talk about that oh, real yeah, quick? He had. Because, I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Since he um, didn't hear. Um, love, he, he said, find a way or stay, stay for, for a while. Discuss. Mm. I, I don't know. I, 
two different I, times I of mean, life. Yeah. Um, do I like my left arm or my right arm better? That's, a, that's the best way to put it right there. That's the, that's mm-hmm. how do you even, how do you even choose? How do you choose? How do you choose? I know. Cause it is, it's two different stages of life. I really like, I think, I think I probably prefer stay for a while just because I just associate that with all kinds of deep high school feelings. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, th- I would probably choose that for my right arm just because that's the one that I use the most to write and whatnot, but I would still keep find a way as my left arm. Yeah. Yeah. Find a way. I feel like it's probably maybe if you listen to it a little more, it sounds a little more dated then stay for a while. You think? Well, I don't know. Cause it's kind of got that, you know, it's a little bit that, oh, well, maybe not. I don't know. Does it sound a little more eighties rock? I don't know. Yeah. It I'm probably does saying. sound a little bit more eighties rock. It probably does. You know, every, and those eighties rock songs, sometimes you get that, you know, like that kind of. <laughs> okay. Wait, hold on. Let me look at them. I'll check the dates of these two. Um, okay. Just to see. Oh wait, no, that's I need the original. Okay, no, they were just they were just a year apart. I was thinking that there was more distance oh, between. Yeah, I maybe, thought that too. Yeah, maybe it was just because I listened to Find a Way more when I was in college. I listened to Stay for a while more in high school. So but okay. they were just a year apart in terms of their release. So okay, all right. See, I feel like I would have said the opposite that I listened to Find a Way more in high school mm-hmm and mm-hmm. stay for a while well you know, the lord know. the lord just calls us all to different places at different times <laughs> different things for different seasons he different does things. he, he yes. really does um yeah well i'm glad we got in at least one amy grant mentioned because we can't podcast without her no no we can't too bad we literally can't podcast without her i know like, it's harder like <laughs> we called her up like hey what are you and vince doing do you have time to podcast on saturday night i did say on your instagram that somebody said we should have beth on the podcast and i got very tickled yeah, because <laughs> I mean, she didn't have anything else to do. But no. no, no. And and the thing is, I feel like if we ask her, she would be so she would be so gracious about it. She'd be. Yes. So, but I would never yes. work up the courage to ask her in a million years. No. Oh, no. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Like in between writing Bible studies and ministering to thousands of women, would you mind doing this little but, podcast know, thing that we do? I feel like you and I both would get real awkward. I think it would be. Uh-huh. I feel like it would be a lot of, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it would. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, it would. It, w- it wouldn't be our finest moment. I feel, I feel certain of that. It would just, so, but yeah, we would never ask her because, I mean, like she has nothing better to do. I know. Which I, I would feel like I was intruding on her time. Yeah. As opposed to Travis. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> would you like to get on our podcast today? I don't have any problem saying um, hey, why don't you just come on right now in the middle of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, too bad. Your Skype won't work. Well, too bad. Fine. So, yeah. Well, I regret I won't be able to hear any Neil Diamond tonight unless I really put on some Neil Diamond. But that's, a, that's just the cross I have to bear. Well, we'll try to, we'll, we'll try to plan far enough ahead because we came up with this one like this afternoon, right before I went to the grocery store, we decided we were going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because so, we organize, we're very, <laughs> put these things on the calendar and plan out and everything. Oh, yes. We already have mapped out all our podcasts oh. for 2015. Yes. Except that we would never do that. So. No. A million years. It's about 30 minutes out. It's how we roll. About 30 minutes out. Hey, what you doing? Yeah. Okay. All righty. All right. Well, have a good night. And uh, I guess that's it. That's it. See y'all later. Bye, y'all.
when your legs don't work like they used to before, and I can't sweep you off of your feet. Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheek? 